Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Profit Minds podcast. My name is Dr. Stephen Kirch, and I am the professor of Protivity and creator of the Protivity Growth System, a unique blend of profit growth, productivity acceleration, and business process for scale. Every episode, I interview entrepreneurs and small business owners from around the world with a unique story to tell. You can find the show on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. Today, my guest is Debbie Harris of Main Street Weight Loss, and we'll be discussing how to overcome your struggles with weight loss. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so... So tell me a little bit of your story. This is, I mean, this is the thing that, that makes this podcast so much fun for me is I get to hear how it is that people came to do what they do well, you know, and, and, and why they do it. What's, what's so important about it? Well, from a personal standpoint, I've dealt with this issue of weight all my life. Um, and in the early years in grammar school, public school, I was the fat kid in the class um, and really didn't have success. I mean, the first time I was on Weight Watchers, I was 12. So but really didn't have success with the subject until 19. Um, and then periodically over the next I'm not even going to say how many years um, my weight. Two or be, three years. For two or three. Um, my decades. <laughs> My weight would be uh, where I wanted it to be, but it would creep up. And a similar story that most people have who have struggled with weight. And uh, several years ago, I became licensed and certified as a, as a hypnotist. And I was working with a lot of people um, and working with them with weight and trying to replace certain habits. And again, I was still dealing with the issue myself. Um, after menopause, um, a couple of years ago, there wasn't anything I could do that really was solving the issue for me. I was introduced to a particular program by a colleague. And as they say, the rest is history because of the success that I experienced, my husband experienced, and then people we referred the program to. Great. So what what is it that makes this program unique? What is it different? What's different about what you do now versus what you had been doing for two or three decades? Two or three decades, um, <laughs> times two. Anyway, uh, the difference, it's a couple of things. One, most programs have you do something that isn't sustainable. It doesn't mean they don't work. Um, if you stick to something, it will work. The issue is the sustainability. So are you substituting meals with shakes or bars? Are you counting calories? Are you counting carbs? Are you doing intermittent fasting? On and on and on, right? This program is unique because from day one, you're going to the grocery store and you're buying real food and you're going to eat real food from day one. The other thing that makes it unique is the tremendous amount of support. From myself, we have a WhatsApp group. There are 16,000 people on a Facebook group nationwide. Um, and then the accountability, the consistency through the entire phases of the program so that not only do you take the weight off, not only do you get healthier, and most people get off medications, but you don't gain the weight back. You now have a sustainable program 
Because let's face it, I, I use the example of the Beverly Hills diet that I did decades ago. And I have this vision of myself sitting uh, in my boyfriend's house on 65th and 1st Avenue in New York City, eating half a watermelon for dinner. Now, this was two weeks of nothing but fruit. And yes, I did take weight off. But how do you sustain that? How do you bring eating nothing but fruit into your daily life with having friends over, with going out to eat, with whatever? Not, not, to, not to mention the problems of, you know, can you really get all the nutrients that you need from just from fruit? No. I mean, I, know, I, I don't know as much about no. nutrition you, as you do, I'm yeah. sure, but so some you, kind of protein, you got to, I mean, it's... Yeah, you need and you need to be able to live. You need to be able to incorporate, you know, food is the toughest addiction to break. And people don't realize they think of themselves as a failure. But the fact is that food is tied into us from the very, very beginning. And it comes with all kinds of emotional nonsense that we've all heard. You know, finish what's on your plate. Somebody's starving somewhere. Or Aunt Sally will be offended if you don't take thirds. Or you must eat grandma's cookies, whatever it is. So this gets ingrained. And it's difficult to replace those habits. But you need something that at least allow you to live your life and eat in a restaurant with somebody. Yeah, um, yeah I'm fascinated by the fact that you said um, you're gonna eat, you're gonna buy food, yeah. real food from the very beginning. So it's it's not a program with, with stuff that you get out of a, a, a package, a, a, a box or a, yeah. an envelope. Uh, <laughs> No, it, it's not astronaut food. <laughs> okay, it's good, good. Steak, chicken, seafood, vegetables, fruit, fish, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I remember reading uh, Michael Poulin's book uh, in defense of food a number of years ago. And he, he defined food as something that your grandmother or perhaps great grandmother would have called food as opposed to what we buy, most of what we buy in the store today, which comes in a box or, or you know, is, is you know, prettily wrapped with yeah. in, in injected with all kinds of um, artificial nutrients, shall we say? Yeah. Things, things. Things, other, other, other stuff that's not yeah. recognizable as food. So is that is that the way your program works? Is that is that you're you're eating, um, and and you, I'm sure you talk about portion size and all that kind of stuff as well. Yes, but, of course. But um, but but it's but it's real. It's eating real food. It's real food. I mean, you you might make yourself a piece of fillet. You might cook a piece of chicken. You might have turkey, a turkey burger. It's real food, um, because if it isn't real food. As I said, you you miss that whole sustainability factor, um, and that is so important when we want people to start to understand. First of all, we're balancing out hormones. That's number one, um, and we want people to understand how their body relates to food. And of course, if people start reducing safely and quickly, that's motivating. Um, and so you begin to learn, and the process continues. Great. So, so what are the, uh, this is probably a dangerous question. What are the typical results that people get when they, when they enter into your program? 
Well, it's a question that everybody will ask. So it's a good question. Um, people will release up to 20 pounds in the first 30 days. Now for men, it's often more. Uh, men tend to lose even at sometimes double the rate of women. I reduced 17 and a half in the first 30 days. I think my husband was about 28, but we have people anywhere from 15 to 25. Everybody is different because every, sure. everybody's body is going to get into balance. The other thing is how long have you had the weight on? How much do you actually have to lose? Uh, all of these factors come into play. What is your age? What is your health? All of these factors come into play. But most people, just about everybody gets between 15 and 20 in that first 30, 35 days. And a that's, lot of inches coming off too. Yes. Yes. I, I, I can imagine that that's, and, and, and obviously they feel good about that yes. and feel much better about themselves, feel how they're moving in that direction. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so we've talked a little bit about, you know, why it's so challenging for people to, to, get rid of that weight it's it's yeah. the habits of food um right. and and is that the challenge of, of keeping it off is it because we fall back into our old habits is that really what it's all about it is it's also um people have trigger foods so for example i know myself um with this program once you get beyond the first phase we're actually bringing back all foods into your daily routine. So I can in still a, eat my ice cream? In a scientific way, yes. Eventually, you will also have your ice cream. You'll understand how to have it, okay? So for example, I never, in, I never put nuts back into my daily routine or weekly routine because I know that you aren't going to tell me, okay, Deb, you can have 12 cashews. You see, <laughs> yes. I'm never going to have 12 cashews, right? It's going to be a fistful. So or, or... It's, right. It's, and it's not just going to be one fistful. So it's easier for me. And I had this experience about a month and a half ago. I was in California. I was at my sister-in-law's. She had pecans out and I could not stop eating them. I had to walk away in order to stop eating them. And it was the first time I had really had nuts in about two years, and I don't. So for so people learn, they begin to understand what their trigger foods are. They also begin to understand, as you just correctly pointed out, habit eating. I go to the movies, I'm definitely gonna have popcorn. Um, I'm feeling stressed or I'm bored, I'm definite, or I'm gonna sit and watch TV at night and I don't even know what I'm eating but I'm gonna keep shoving it in, whatever it is, chips, popcorn, it, nuts, it doesn't really matter. Um, so we work through all those things too. And people share their stories, which is so important for everybody else. Yeah, I, I would guess that for a number of people, it's a similar kind of story. Right. Right, and so when you're relating with, with the accountability group, right. um, oh yeah, I have that trouble. Yeah. And people motivate each other and we celebrate every success. So we have something called non-scale victories, which means it's not just the number on the scale. 
We know you're losing inches. We know your clothes are getting bigger. We know you're coming off blood pressure medication, blood sugar medication. You're no longer buying Tums. You're not achy, whatever it is. Whatever those non-scale victories are, we celebrate them and we share them because we're changing a lifestyle. People are going to be healthier for the rest of their lives. So what, what are your tips for people who are struggling with excess weight? Uh, I actually have on my website uh, five tips now that people can download. But one of the things I talk about is what we just said. Start learning and thinking about what your triggers are. What are those foods? You know, the old thing, you can't just have one Lay's potato chip. Well, for many people, that's absolutely true. It's brilliant marketing. Think about those things. Think about the people and how much money they get paid so that when you're in the grocery store, you want those things. What's right at the register? What's easily to grab? Um, so what those aisles, you know, you really shouldn't go down. <laughs> Never. Right? The cookies. The, I mean, you know. Cookies, soda. Right. 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 So you start learning what what are the things? And then you we talk about label reading. I just did a video on that. You know, it, artificial sweeteners. What is all this natural flavoring that's in everything? What is it? Um, you know, and people start to learn the hidden sugars, the hidden carbs. You know, I picked up a pack of sausage in the store the other day, and the second ingredient is corn syrup. And people don't realize what's actually in the food that we're eating. So it's a lot of education. It's a lot of education. And I would say to people, think about these things. Stay out of the aisles. You know, you really don't need those foods. I mean, there's nothing in there that's going to help you from a nutrition standpoint. Think about your triggers. What foods, once you start eating, you really can't stop. I mean, and th there's a real issue with stopping. Look at your habit eating when it comes to sitting in front of the television. Do something else with your hands. Do a crossword puzzle. I had one woman take up knitting or crocheting. Just now what people do is they hang on to this. So if you're messing around on your phone instead of the chips going in one after the other, that's okay. So think about all of these things. When do you tend to eat? When you're tired, when you're stressed? Think about it. I, I ask people to pay attention. Look at portion size, which you mentioned, which is always important. Um, and stay away from all of this no fat, no sugar, no anything foods because they don't satisfy you. They're loaded with artificial ingredients. They have no nutritional value for the most part. And you're still gonna crave whatever it was that you wanted in the first place. Now, yeah. is, does your program involve like calorie counting and things like that or no? We don't count calories, we don't count carbs. We don't, what we do is we do limit portion size. Uh, we want people to understand, but we also add foods every week. You're not hungry. You're not hungry. Uh, this is a big thing. People are going to drink half their body weight in water every day. Um, and once you get used to it, you, you start. No, no, you don't mean half the body, but, but in, in half your body weight, 
Uh-huh. Half your body weight, but in ounces, right? Not half your ounces. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, but, half your body yeah, weight, right? I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink ninety pounds of water every day. No, no, no. in ounces. Oh my gosh! Like, um, <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's <laughs> kind of fun too because I know for me and for other people, as you start to drop, you're like, oh. Today, I only have to have X number of ounces versus last week, I had to have Y number of ounces. So, you know, and we have fun. And, and the whole thing is this. It is a lifestyle change. And, and you, you have to lighten up. There's no food police. We don't, we don't reprimand people. You know, we're all human. We're all grownups. And, you know, stuff happens. And you just pick yourself up and you deal with the next day. That's all. Um, and we all get there together. Now I've heard some people say, you know, like you do the 80, 20 thing and every once in a while you're allowed to have like a cheat day or have you do anything like that? No, no, because this program, as I mentioned, brings everything back in a scientific fashion over the course of time. So you learn how to have your ice cream or your pizza or whatever it is that your particular food is, or the big question I get all the time is, okay, Deb, so when can I have my bourbon? And even alcohol comes back if you're someone who likes alcohol, um, because we want you to understand how foods work for you and yet be able to stay at your goal weight. And you will, you will easily and effortlessly stay at your goal weight. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's really it's really nice to hear somebody say, you know, we're we're pulling this stuff away for you, but it's only temporary. That's You're right. You're going to be allowed to add it all back, everything. It's right. you know how you do it, when you do it, how often you do it, how much you do. I'm sure all of yeah. that's a, a a piece of the the science behind, uh, what? So Perfect. so since since. I'll, I'll admit here, my downfall is ice cream. I okay. would probably weigh 10 or 15 pounds less. And not that I'm significantly overweight, but I would probably weigh 10 or 15 pounds le- less if I didn't eat ice cream almost every evening before, I, you know, and, and, you know. Um, so how am I supposed to handle that? I would say the first step would be to say to limit it to three days. If you're literally having it every day, I would say the first step is three days Um, and see if you're comfortable with that. If you're comfortable with the three days, stick with that for a while and then maybe go to two days. And then I would leave it at two days. I mean, there's no, you're not gonna be satisfied or happy if two things happen. If I tell you, I'm sorry, Steve, you can never have ice cream. Yeah, that's a non-starter for me. That's not gonna work. The other thing that's not going to satisfy you is here, Steve. I, I want you to have this. I'm not really sure what's in it. Be it might just be a lot of air, but they say it tastes like ice cream. So go ahead and have that because that isn't going to satisfy you. So no, you've got to be able to learn to say, okay, then two days a week, whatever two days they are, I'm going to have ice cream, and I'm not going to have a gallon, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. But that's how you do it. And you, you, and here's the other thing. People learn what kind of ice cream or what kind of alcohol. Maybe the vanilla 
doesn't put weight on me, but maybe the pecan does. And I've had people have to dial it down, even me, with wine now. Sauvignon Blanc is the only wine I can drink. Mm. So you start to isolate and you start to get into those real finite situations where you really learn what your body is comfortable with and what it isn't. And then you make a choice. Wow. That's cool. So um, you you mentioned um, earlier, um, actually, before we, we got on the air here, that you've reintroducing your hypnosis yes. or hypnotherapy kinds of. So how, how does that work in your program? How is that helpful? It, it actually isn't part of the program, but for people okay. who are interested in it, um, it's something I've done. It's something I'm licensed and certified in. And um, it's something I enjoy. And the, the great thing about hypnosis is that it will tackle just about anything and help, um, whether it's uh, stress, whether it's menopause issues, whether it's focus and concentration, whether it's weight. Um, it Because you're dealing with the subconscious in a very relaxed state, you can help people with almost anything. Um, and it's something I'll, I'll be doing again for my clients and for non-clients as well. Okay. And, and what has you really excited about the future for you and your business? Well, it's just, I mean, I get up every morning and people start texting me at 5 a.m. Uh, when they weigh in. And it's, it's amazing to have people send you messages saying, I went to my doctor yesterday. She could not believe my lab results, the weight I've lost, my blood pressure. I'm off all my medications. These are the kind of messages I get all the time. You know, I was able to sit on an airplane without spilling over on the seat. I mean, things that, you know, things like that. And those are the kind of messages I get every single day. So I'm excited to just help more people and to bring the hypnosis to people who really need help, especially now, and even young people, it can be such a great relaxation tool. That's great. And if people want to find out more, get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, to go to our website, probably there's a lot of great information there. And it's uh, Main Street Weight Loss, but it's M-A-Y-N-E-S-T-R-E-E-T, MainStreetWeightLoss.com. Um, as I said, there's a download with some tips. There's some videos there. There's information about what we're doing with hormone balancing. Um, and then they can just reach out. There's a phone number on there. Or I'm happy to give people the number right now, Steve. It's 860-322-4725. Great. And we'll put all of that stuff in the show notes. Awesome. So, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so I often give my guests an opportunity to offer a shout out to somebody else who might be a fabulous guest on the show. Uh, Debbie, who would you uh, ask or suggest that I reach out to? Well, Steve, someone I've known for those decades again, um, <laughs> Phil Hecht, Philip Hecht. Uh, he owns Above Par Advisors. Uh, I've known Philip for many, many years. And I will say that I, I've known a lot of consultants uh, that work in, he particularly works in healthcare 
and in the Fortune 2000 space, media, healthcare, and the Fortune 2000 space. He is doing tremendous work to help organizations, particularly after everything they've been through over the last three years. And healthcare in particular right now yes. is they're really, really struggling. And, and Philip and his organization can definitely help them. Great. Thank you. And any last thoughts, final words that you want to impart uh, to our listeners? Uh, one last tip or, or important thing to share. The one last thing I'd share is that if you're struggling with this, you're not a failure. Um, it isn't you. Uh, there's a lot of factors that go into this. And I have people feel shame. They feel embarrassment. And um, I, I, I feel that. And I tell you, you are not a failure. You just need to get some good help and you can do it. Wow. Thank you. And that concludes our show. Uh, thanks to our guest, Debbie Harris of Main Street Weight Loss. I'm Dr. Stephen Kurtz, the professor of Protivity. Make sure you catch us again next time on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. Of course, I'd appreciate a good review on any of those platforms. <laughs> and thanks again for joining us. Thank you.